Welcome back to Harmonize Your Life Conversations on Self-Care for Women of Color podcast. I am your gracious host, Dr. Tony G. Alvarado, and I am excited uh, to continue these podcast conversations with each and every one of you. We are yet in season 11, and we are uh, in the month of November, and we've already had excellent dialogue this month, and we're going to continue along the same um, subject or topic uh, for the month, and that is the subject of intentional self-care. Yep, that's what we're going to be talking about, intentional self-care. And um, the uh, guest that I have in the studio with me, like my previous guest, is um, a friend, a sister, but she's also a member of the Harmonize Your Life Intentional Self-Care Program. She's a part of the Self-Care Network, which is a larger group of women. But then there's also a group of women that I am personally coaching and leading through a process of intentional self-care. And my guest that's coming to us in a few minutes is a member of the 2023 cohort of our Intentional Self-Care Program. I will... Um, introduce her more formally in a minute right after this. All right. All right. I have in the podcast studio with me, Paula Birch Jackson, a friend of many years, <laughs> a sister beloved and a soror. And I'm excited to have you in the studio with me, Paula, today. I think this is the first time you've been a guest on the podcast, right? It is. It is. Oh. Good. I know we talk about it all the time. I feel like you've been on here. We talk about it so much. No, right. <laughs> and Paula is also a podcaster, and she's also a podcaster, a coach, a realtor. Let me just give you a little bit about her. Paula Burst Jackson is a beacon of light, a guiding force, an inspiring figure who has touched the lives of many. Her journey has been one of resilience, faith, and unwavering determination. Um, through her various roles as an author, teacher, preacher, associate broker, and motivational life coach, Paula has dedicated her life to helping others discover their true potential and live a purposeful existence. Education has played a significant role in her journey. She holds a Master of Arts degree in Human uh, Services with a specialization in life coaching from Liberty University in Lynchburg, Virginia, and a Bachelor of Arts degree in Leadership Administration from Beulah Heights College, Bible College in Atlanta, Georgia. That's where we actually met. She's a former student of mine there. To enhance her expertise, she has also obtained a life coach certification from Dream Releaser Coaching and became a DIS certified behavior analyst through Maxwell DIS Methods Introduction to Behavioral Analysis. As an accomplished author, Paula has used her own life experience, experiences to inspire and uplift others. Books she has authored include Keeping It Real, So God Can Heal, 
life after death from grief to glory, this game called life, how to master the game and win and navigating the waves of relationships from calm seas to blue skies. Paula Birch Jackson's story is one of triumph over adversity, hope over despair and faith over fear. I love that. Her life serves as a testament to the transformative power of self-belief and the capacity for greatness within each of us. Through her unwavering dedication to empowering others, Paula lights the path for countless individuals, illuminating their way to a brighter and more fulfilling future. And she, she is a true inspiration, reminding us all that we have the power to create the life we, des we desire and deserve. Welcome to the Harmonize Your Life podcast, Paula. Thank you, Thank you for having me. Well, I'm, I'm glad to finally have you in the studio with me. Thank you. <laughs> you have been a friend. You have been a supporter. Um, I already told him my soror, but you've been a supporter of the self-care network since I started in 2020. Right, uh, right dur during the pandemic was when we started the self-care network. Right. And then last year, this year, we launched the intentional self-care program and you just, you were one of the first ones to sign on. Right. Right. I was ready. <laughs> so talk to us about your wellness journey, your fitness journey, and um, what led you into this process of intentional self-care into the program? Oh my God. So much. For one thing, I realized that even though I keep saying in my head, I'm still 25, my body was not lining up. It wasn't agreeing. And Dr. Sonia, I remember we've done so many things together and um, watching you from a distance sometimes. And I remember we ended up in the same gym out in Covington. Yeah. And just we, we were killing the game, right? And then we uh, that, that gym closed down and I kind of fell off a little bit. But I really started my fitness journey um, seriously in 2012. Because again, I began to age and I began to realize that my body wasn't doing, I didn't have the bounce back like mm -hmm. I used to have, getting tired, unable to sleep, et cetera. Then fast forward, I started exercising, I lost the weight I wanted to lose. Life happened, uh, COVID mm -hmm. hit, and I gained what I call that COVID weight. Not only was it the <laughs> weight, but also the COVID mindset, you know what I mean? That shut away that. And so when you started doing the, um, the self-care network that was such a it was timely for me because I needed the camaraderie I needed the sisterhood I needed mm -hmm. to know that my challenges and my struggles were not alone that there were other people having the same mindset the same defeated mindset that I had and us just getting together and having a platform to talk and then when you started this um, self-care what, what is it called this the self-care network uh -huh. the intentional self-care program Mm -hmm. intentionally. I was like, yep, I got to do that. Because at that time, all of my numbers were going the wrong way with my doctor. Mm -hmm. I'm going there to take all of these um, tests and all my numbers were in the negative. They were, and I've never seen that before. And so, mm -hmm. like I said, it was so timely. And I remember the first thing that you said is that we need to have a board of director for our health and you need to know your numbers. And I'm like, hmm, you know, I've seen the numbers, but I, I was just like, it's like in passing. But when you start breaking 
those numbers and explaining why it was important for me to know those numbers. It just like I set my intention to say, I got to do this. And like yeah. I said, the whole board of director idea was just amazing to me. And I immediately yeah. started interviewing doctors. Some doctors got fired, not personal. But <laughs> <laughs> that worked for me and that has and now I feel like I'm even developing relationship with those people who whose calling is to care for others and so but it's important mm -hmm. they know not just know me as a number know me as a chart but to know me as a human being and so mm -hmm. that has really I'm loving it mm -hmm. yeah yeah um when you um one of the things I do um I do stress with the, the women in the program and the and the women that I coach um that yeah, know your numbers because a lot of times we can look good on the outside and we mm -hmm. may even um may not we may not feel like we're overweight or, or that we're carrying too much weight, but the internal numbers tell the real deal, right? Mm -hmm. So your A1C, your cholesterol, your blood mm -hmm. pressure, the stuff mm -hmm. that we can't readily see, mm -hmm. right? Knowing right. those things, uh, your your uh your BMI you know, your body mass index, those kind of things. We should know our body fat count because mm -hmm. if we don't keep up with those things. They do creep up. Um, as, as you know, I'm just recently, and when I had my physical in June, uh, my numbers had started to creep up my cholesterol particularly. And my, yeah. uh, my blood pressure was good, but my cholesterol, my A1C level was not where, I, um, in my normal range for me. And mm -hmm. so I started seeing uh, in, uh, in, um, seeing it climb a little bit, an incline. And my doctor brought it to my attention. Of course, after I got the the um, the blood work back from the lab, that was the first thing I looked for. I always look for that first. And then right after I looked at my numbers, then I here comes an email from my doctor. Hey, let's look at this. This is this is you know we we trending in the wrong direction. And I'm like, oh, no, mm -mm, no, no, we can't do that. And I had mm -hmm. to make some some additional radical changes. And I knew for me it had it could not have um, it wasn't due to lack of exercise for me because I was, you know, me, I'm feeling the exercise. Right. I love it. I mean, you know, I, saw me, I saw a meme yesterday. Somebody said, uh, what do you do for fun? And it, it said, uh, I do squats, I bench press. <laughs> And uh, or something else, and sit ups, or push ups, or something. And I said, oh, you know what? I need to get me a t shirt to say that, you know, because I enjoy it. I enjoy weightlifting, I enjoy hiking, running. I love all of it. Um, right. Those things I enjoy. But I knew for me, and what it couldn't have been the um, exercise game for me, it had to be my eating. And so I had to look at what I was eating, you know regularly what I was eating and make some changes. I gave up bread. I gave up and y'all know I love popcorn. I gave up popcorn. And somebody said, well, popcorn is, I mean, when I tell people that they go, popcorn is good. And I said, well, not the kind I eat because I like it with butter and salt. And, you know, I want, I'll, I'm not going to eat no dry popcorn. I want it. Right. <laughs> so for me, that cholesterol, all that, and in my family, also, we should know our family medical history, mm -hmm. right? And that was one of the things we talked about with you. So talk to us, what were your numbers when we, when you started the program and where are you now? Do you do you know Ooh, where you I, are? I bring, I'm, I'm, I'm normal now, but okay. when we started the program, I was way high. As a matter of fact, they had labeled me borderline diabetic. Right. And um, 
So when I went back and started exercising, started um, eating, changed my diet. And I, and I remember you telling me, tell them you want them to recheck those numbers. And I did. I made an appointment and I asked the nurse, can you recheck my numbers? And they were normal. And every time I go, they're normal. And so I asked the lady, so can you take that um, borderline <laughs> diabetic out my chart? And of course, unfortunately, when you get those bad readings, they won't take it there out. Right. She explained to me because if it's not there, they won't look for it. So because it was elevated at that one time, now they have to look for it. I don't like that, but it is what it is. It so is that's what it so is. And it's, it's for your protection that they keep it in your chart. Because like you said, if they won't look for it, then if they don't know to look for it, then they won't look for it unless right. you ask them to look for it. And that's another thing we talked about um, when you when you were going to do your appointments. Remember, we talk, talked about you writing down those questions that you had. And going because a lot of times for us, particularly women of color, we just go to the doctor. We don't have any questions. We don't, you know, ask anything. We don't look anything up before we go. And we just accept whatever they say to us. But no, you can push back on some things. You Absolutely. can ask for certain tests and certain readings. And some things, Paula, um, like I tell you all in the group, some things, if, it, if your insurance doesn't cover it, then you need to... You need to um, set up your life in mm -hmm. a way where you can pay for those screenings and exams that you need. Right. Absolutely. And that's exactly what I said, because I know, you know, the insurance company allow you so many. And, mm -hmm. and I thought, I don't care. Then they bill me, send me the invoice, tell me what it is. And I'll pay it myself. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Also, um, it's so important, like you said, to now, I think I got, I think in another life, I was a doctor. <laughs> I was a nurse. Okay. All right. Because when I go to the doctor, whatever's whatever's ailing me, I'm 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 that uh web MD queen, right? And you know, they can't stand doctors can't stand it. Mm -hmm. But it, but at the end of the day, I don't see any different from what I'm doing in that system from what technically what they're doing. And no, I love doctors and I know that they have their purpose, but at the end of the day, their license does say to practice medicine. And so they can only go by what I tell them. And a lot of times I don't even, you don't even know how to describe what you're feeling. You don't really know. Mm -hmm. And so when I'm having these different symptoms, I find the one that matches. Okay. That really describes what I'm feeling right here. And so that allows me to tell them, but then I just go a little bit step further and say, I think this is what I need to do. <laughs> I just need you to write it out. And of course, sometimes they don't do that. And sometimes like, you know, you write on the money, but also when you said to get the board of direction directors, and I began to interview my doctors and I loved having the conversations to say, hey, this is who I am. Mm -hmm. And I want you to treat me as if I'm your mama, your sister, your cousin, yourself. Don't prescribe, prescribe me something. That's, that that's intentional. Right. That's that you want to say. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And so one doctor, um, you know, I was, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a senior now. I'm about to catch you. I'm about to be the six not in a couple of years. Come on. And Right. It's good over here. It's good over here. Right. So I'll be 58 on my birthday and I'm already going through the, you know, I'm deep in the hot sweats, right? In the in the menopause mm -hmm. and all of that stuff. And and sometimes the struggle is real when you're having those mm hot -hmm. flashes. And I went to my doctor and I was talking to her about it. And she said that there was a new study that was coming out and that the FDA had approved it and they thought it would be a good match and asked me if I wanted to try it. And I'm like, she said, it can help with the high flashes. I'm like, okay, let's talk about it. Well, she said, I had to go and get a liver test. 
before okay. I can take the medicines. Mm -hmm. When you're intentional about your health, you ask the right questions. Also, so why would I need a liver test just to take a prescription? Mm -hmm. Will it have an impact on my liver? Right. It's just like, yeah, the chances are, okay. I can deal with the hot flashes. I can't deal with a jacked up liver. So I'm going to pay on that <laughs> I can live with a hot flash. We're praying, honey. We're praying. Because this too will pass. It will pass. And the thing about it, they only last for a few seconds. So no, I don't want to take that. And so and so at that point, my, I had the conversation. So I really prefer natural products. Yes. So it's anything natural that you can recommend to me that can help. And then she did. She gave me a list of yeah. your products that I could use. And they're helping. I mean, yes. I them, yes. but not as bad and there's not as frequently. So yes. and you really have to, like you said, you can't just go in there and let people just, because they don't know you. Right. And they don't um, you, you have to be intentional about your care. If you care, it's almost like when your kids were in school, the parents that showed up, those uh, kids were treated right. But the yeah, ones yeah. didn't. Yeah. And so if you show up for your doctor, then they will show up for you. And that's what mm -hmm. I've learned through this intentional self-care. Mm -hmm. I think they want to know. Right. Show up for yourself. Right. Um, yeah. Um, it when um, when I this year, um, my doctor, um, and I shared this with you all in the group, I'll share, the, I'll drop this here again. Um, remember me sharing with you all in the group, how I interviewed my doctor, mm -hmm. my current right. doctor. Right. And um, um, what my previous primary care physician was re retired, was retiring from Kaiser. Mm -hmm. And we got the letter saying he was going to be retiring or whatever. And so then they said, you know, you have to select a new primary care physician. So I went on the website and I looked up a few doctors and I, I, it was important to me that my doctor be African-American. And then I wanted a female um, doctor. Uh, my previous primary care was a male, but he was good. He was good. Um, um, but I wanted a female um, uh, internal medicine general practitioner uh, for my um primary care. And so when I called to make the appointment, Paula, and when um, they were like asking me the questions on the phone and they were like, well, do you need to come in? Do you, are you sick? Is this a velvet? I said, no, I just need to come and meet um, the doctor. I need to come meet her. Mangaroo is her name. I need to come meet her. And they were like, well, I mean, you don't, your physical is not until June. I said, cause I started with her in January. Okay. Well, yeah, I'm, I was supposed to start with her this year in January. So my physical was in June of Jan of this year. So I went and met with her in January of this year. <laughs> Even though I knew my physical was six months later, because this is, you knew you're new to me all that. And, and she said to me when I went in there, to talk to her, she said, you know, I wish more patients would do what you're doing. She said, you are a model patient because most people just, you know, you know, laissez-faire, take whatever you get, whenever you can get it. And I'm like, no, I want to have conversation with her. I want to know about her training. I know what I read on the, on the, um, 
on the website, but I need, I want to make sure I got a good feeling of working with her. Yeah. And I want her to know me. I want her to look at my chart. I want her to talk through my medical history with me. And I shared that with you all. And then I saw so many of you all go and do thou likewise. Absolutely. And yeah. I remember when you were like, hey, I found my doctor. I interviewed a couple of doctors and I landed on the one I want. Absolutely. Right. right? Yes. Mm hmm. And then I added more that I wasn't even thinking about, like my chiropractor, mm -hmm. my trainer, my fitness trainer. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you started building that self-care board. Yeah, of directors, right. Yeah. Relationship. Everything about in life is about relationship. Mm -hmm. And so being able to build that relationship with those who, again, whose task is to make sure that I'm whole, that I'm well. Mm -hmm. and, and yeah, I'm loving it. So like I said, set those intentions. And the world will follow. Everything will line up. And that's what I'm experiencing in my life. And, and you know, even uh, only so I, I, want, I want you to talk about how, um, because you set that intention, I want you to talk about how you came into relationship with your trainer. Right. So when I was setting my intention, I told you, because again, we used to work out, what was that, 2012, maybe? Mm -hmm. we, what, at that boot camp in Covington. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. And then, um, I fell away. I moved out. I didn't stay in that long. I, I, by the way, I, I I didn't stay in that boot camp long. I had to. I think we left around the same time. <laughs> I think that's when I, I left and, and started working out with Gabe, my my current trainer. Okay. okay. And I was going to ask you, so I was talking to you, and, just, and I, I would I started working out on my own, but in all honestly, <laughs> I get tired. I'm gonna stop. <laughs> it started getting as comfortable. Okay, that's enough. And so we were. <laughs> We were talking about that, and you said you need a trainer. And we talked about maybe coming to your house to work with Gabe. And and then he's like, Paul, I want you to say, be, I don't want you to do something that you're gonna keep doing. And driving to Covington from Rex may not be the best thing, especially at five o'clock in the morning. And so you mentioned you invited me to you introduced me to Pam, Pam Beeks Daniels, and um, and she's actually right around the corner. She's like ten minutes away from me. So I was like, okay, I'll try Pam. And so I went to Pam's house and. Yeah, she she she's the deal too. She has a a full fledged gym in her basement, and I began to work out on her with her. And she don't take any excuses for answers. She just I tell them her, and she's like, okay, work through it. And and I'm I, I send you. I, I didn't send it to you, but she had me doing some shoulder press yesterday, and I was like, Pam, look at that arm. I see the definition in my arm. I told you I'm coming after those arms. <laughs> When we had your 60th birthday party, my husband was like, did you see Dr. Tony's arms? And I was like, okay, I'm coming after those arms. <laughs> so. Oh, Lord, have mercy. And see, one of the reasons I wanted you to, um, when we talked about you coming here and working out with me, which would have been fun for us, it, but you live, uh, I live in Conyers and you live in Ellenwood, which right. is about how many miles away? Maybe about 30 miles away? Maybe. About 30 miles away, yeah. Mm -hmm. So it would take you about 30, 30, 30, 35 minutes to get to me in with no traffic. No traffic. Right. No traffic, right. Right. So the whole idea of harmonizing your life, Paula, is looking at the various aspects of your life. And I knew that you might, if you might have come over here for a little while, you know, and but as soon as the novelty wore off. And you dealing with it, getting up early and getting in that traffic and all of that, you're going to talk yourself out of going. 
So that's mm-hmm. why I recommend when I found out where you where you live, and I yeah. and I just happened to know a trainer that was in your yeah. area. Now, that may yeah. not be the case all the time, but I knew someone that was close to you, and what I wanted you to do was to go somewhere that you will go, right? Even when you don't feel like going. Listen, because as soon as I hit that thirty degree, like it was this morning. <laughs> Stop telling I ain't gonna make it. <laughs> That's why I got on that Peloton this morning, right? Because it was 30 yeah. degrees. Me and my walking group, we was like, uh, last <laughs> night texting each other, are we gonna go out there in that 30 degree weather? Nah, we go, uh-uh. So yeah, I got up, got on the Peloton this morning. So right. I made sure I did some cardio so, today, even though I didn't do the mountain. Yeah, yeah. you know what? I just on the outside, I just want to add in there the self-care network, in my opinion, it's about the you know, eating well, it's about taking care of yourself, fitness, but it's like the embodies the whole totality of the woman, of the person, the mental, the physical, the emotional, um, mm-hmm. even the financial, making sure that all aspects of our lives are in order because the that's career, what harm all of that. Mm-hmm. All of it. it all has to be balanced. And, and you, it, we we don't just talk about, you know, it's it's harmonizing your whole entire life, not just your physical, but mm-hmm. your internal well. So uh, the conversations were all are always good. I know you're t- telling me I ain't got to come back next year. You can if you want. I take you. <laughs> I take you. The 2023 cohort is almost over. We are taking applications right now for 2024, yeah. and you. Right. But you won't have to apply. You just stay with just it. Slide you, on right. you just slide on in. You ain't got to. You don't have to apply. You just slide on in. Yeah. So talk about why that's important, though. Why is it important? Was it important for you to have a network of women that like minded women concerned about self-care, health and wellness? You know what? Because I've tried for so long to do it on my own and it wasn't successful. And I found myself going internally. You know, we've had so many different um, conversations, Dr. Tony, and you know, I'm 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 a work in progress. Because when you go through life and life, you know, my podcast is this game called Life, How to Master the Game and Win. And this game called Life, so much happens in life. And as women, sometimes we feel like we have to just, I shrink. I go inside of myself. I don't talk. And then next thing I know, now I'm dealing with depression. I'm unhappy. I'm moody. And I'm, I'm not healthy. All of my numbers are going the wrong way. You know, I've been to, start, and I still see therapists. I go to my therapies and But all of these things started happening because I started feeling like I was on the island all by myself and that nobody got me and that nobody understands me. And, oh, this always me. This person hurt me. And even though I'm not verbalizing it on the inside, I'm internalizing that stuff. Mm -hmm. And it began heavy on me. And when I heard about the, I think I started with the tea time. That was the first Uh thing. Uh Tea time. Uh-huh, because the tea, tea time is a part of the self-care network, the larger network. And I do, for those of you that are listening and watching, we do once a month, every fourth or the last Sunday of every month, I meet with the women in the self-care network. And that's all the women who are in the network. We just do a monthly support group meeting called Tea Time with Dr. Tony. And um, so if you're interested, let me put that on the screen. For those of you that are listening or watching, if you're interested in uh, joining the Harmonize Your Life uh, self-care network. You can go to my website at drtonyalvarado.com 
and click self-care network up there and join. It is a membership-based um, support group, but um, it's nominal, $5, $10, or $25 a month. You can join at whatever level you're comfortable joining the self-care network, um, uh, uh, which is, I mean, that's less than what y'all pay for anything. You can't buy a cup of coffee for $5 now. So, um to be a member of the self-care network we have three levels of membership and you can do that and it's 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 been a blessing it's, you know what paula i really realize now that what i'm doing with the self-care network is ministry oh yeah for sure it's definitely ministry. of course you know i'm a preacher and i'm pastoring and i'm you know i'm going to do my workshops and preach sermons and all of that but i really really love this i love you know first of all i'm, I'm coaching is Think the thing that I love to do, um, 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 like you got my D men and, and uh, my doctor of ministry is actually in leadership coaching for women, and okay. so, um, so, but I and then of course I have you know the the um, uh, the the uh, my sister's keeper foundation. We ran a coaching program for a number of years there, um, but this thing that I'm doing with the self care network is where I'm I'm like living and breathing right now. I really, because my goal was, Paula, was to make sure that African, that we rewrite the narrative for black women. We don't have to be number one in every disease, heart disease, kidney disease, um, all sorts of cancers. And, and heart disease is, is the number one killer for, for black women. Heart disease. Mm -hmm. And so we don't have to, you know, we can, um, we can ch um, change that narrative. And so I, that's why I'm, you know, I want to bring these conversations to our community because we perish for the lack of knowledge. Right. And, and we perish for the lack of action. And sometimes we know, but we don't do what we know. Absolutely. That's you know, why a part of groups like this help. Right. Right. You know, a couple of weeks ago, a couple of months ago, how long it's been when we had the topic about, you know, black girl magic. Girl magic. <laughs> you know, strong black woman. Tamara last week about it. <laughs> and she brought it, brought it up too. She talked about how robust that conversation was. Absolutely. Well, I did this. And, you know, you asked me for my opinion. I looked at the whole thing and I gave you my opinion. But I've also like to seek to understand, you know what I mean? Uh -huh. And I'm like, Lord, I have my opinion and I and I know what I'm thinking, but I want to not, I want to be open to everything and attached to nothing. I don't want to be attached to my opinion. I want to, to show me, I want to hear what she hears. I want to see what she sees. And so lo and behold, this past Sunday, I almost called you. My daughter played this video for me. And she says, mom, what is your thoughts about this? And on the video, it was two men an older man talking to a younger man. And the younger man was saying everything in his house is 50-50. Him and his wife split the bills. They both work and they split all the responsibilities down the line. And then the older black man and says, and I want to teach you how to position yourself so that she don't have to do that. He says, so that she could take care of her. Do y'all have kids? Yes, we have kids. He says, so that she can be there and take care of it. He says, now if she wants to work, fine, but she shouldn't have to work. This is the older man says, well, the younger man got offended. He says, well, this is working for us. It's working for us. He said, oh, okay. The young man didn't argue with him. He said, okay. He says, so you both go to work. You both split everything 50-50. He says, yes. He says, so does she do all the cooking? 
The young man says, yes. Does she do all the cleaning? The young man says, yes. He says, y'all ain't 50-50. I said, it sure ain't. That's 75-25, right? <laughs> but when, when I saw that, and I'm like, God. And he says, but my wife like it. She don't complain. Of course we don't complain. Because we just do it. And we it's in our DNA to just do it. Mm -hmm. I have a saying, and I didn't realize that I say this all the time, but my girlfriend, she called me on it and she she heard it when my, you know, my sister who transitioned. Uh-huh. We have this thing in our family mm -hmm. that you figure it out. And so no matter what it is, our saying is, we'll figure it out. I'm gonna figure it out. And we uh -huh. always do. But uh -huh. sometimes detriment of our health. Sometimes I'm so busy figuring stuff out that I'm not giving myself the proper rest that I need. I'm not drinking the proper water because I'm too busy figuring stuff out. Sometimes, so that young man, the old guy says, sometimes she just, maybe she just want to rest. But, but that kind of shed a different light on me for that whole thing. And it's not saying there's something wrong with the phrase, but what it does to us mentally, not allowing us to step back and pause. And because uh, we're going to go, you know, we were trained that black men already got strikes against them, you know, yeah, yeah. and so we've seen it. And so we got to be there. We got to help them. We, we, I don't want to beat down on the black man and I don't, but at and the it's same called, time, you know what it's called? Hyper endurance, mm. hyper endurance. Yep. Right. And that's um, um, yeah, that's, that's, that's what it's called. And I'm, um, there's a post that came out the other day. I saw this uh, post and it's, it's actually an article in the Washington post about the strong black woman. And it says, um, um, the author says, the expectation of hyper endurance feeds the dangerous, harmful, strong black woman myth. Mm. By expecting black women to endure discrimination without validating our pain and emotions, the trope whose initial intent was to inspire and empower black women contributes to the medical field, ignoring our physical, and emotional pain and feeds the idea that our socioeconomic and personal needs should come last in political movements. Ultimately, this myth that we are strong or magical dehumanizes us. Hmm. And so, um, and I think that's what um, Tisa was getting at. Just not, not that we're not strong, not that we're not magical not that we don't have it going on not that we shouldn't be proud of ourselves but we should also recognize our humanity and not overload ourselves and overburden ourselves in the name of being magical so when we're being these things that we're still in harmony with ourselves yeah so yeah the whole idea of harmony because mm -hmm. you know you know i dropped that i dropped the word violence years ago i dropped it because um I found balance was not a, a sustainable model for living. Right. It's just not because balance, the word balance in and of itself means to have an equal distribution of weight. Right. And that's just not how life is set up. Right. So you need a little bit of here and a little bit there. Sometimes you got to pull back, have more emphasis in one area and not so there's things you need to just stop doing all together or whatever, you know, like I, you know, I use the musical score as my uh, metaphor for harmony because I'm musical and I have musical background. But when you look at a musical score, there's a lot going on, but it's not all going on at the same time. Right. And so right. that's how we should live our lives. We should not be living our lives in a manner 
that we're always at the same level of intensity. We're always on. We always have to be doing. And we should be free to make the changes that we need to make without right. without feeling guilty, without having to explain. Right. Or, you know what I'm saying? Without all of that, that, that come with the guilt of self-care. Right. Right. I agree. And I think um, I can't ever remember. What's the little gymnast name when she decided to take care of herself? Um, 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 mm. Why is that escaping me? Oh, Lord. I, we just talked about her. Talk about her. Mm hmm. Um, okay. <laughs> I'm Google because now, you know, I'm having a brain freeze right here on the podcast. Um, <laughs> but, um, God, what is her name? I just had it first. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, uh, some some uh, Bows, Simone Bows. Uh -huh, when she tried to take that break, but she was yeah, tired. Yeah. And again, that's another example of what it looks like because yeah. people expect us to always be on ten. Mm -hmm. I'm not always on ten. Yeah. Sometimes I'm on a zero, and I just need to sit down and do nothing. And it's okay. And I should feel it is okay. And it's okay. And you're worth it. And I'm worth it. You're worth it. Since retirement, I don't took a lot of these zero days. <laughs> <laughs> and then talk about the investment why is it important because you know you made an investment in yourself of time and money mm -hmm. because the intentional self-care program um it's not free it's it costs a, a, a tuition uh, to be a part of it so talk about the investment and why it's important to make investments you know first of all i'm my greatest asset i am mm -hmm. and i'm worth the investment and I also learned when I pay for it, that means I'm serious about it and I'm going to stick to it. Anything that I get that has been free, I don't really value it. Mm. I, don't, I don't put a lot of effort into it. And I notice even me being a life coach, because we, what we do, Dr. Tony, is so natural. I don't even know how not to coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You told me <laughs> In your sessions, I'll be like, Paula, I'm your coach right here. You're not my coach. Right. We're talking, we're talking about you, and all of a sudden you turn it on me. I'm like, Paula, this ain't my session. It's your session. Right. Now I'll call you when I need a session. Right, right. That part, right? And so I don't know how I always how and I do. I, I'll call you. Because you will. Sometimes right after our session, you pick up the phone. Yeah, yeah. Okay, now I'm done with you. Now listen, I need you to help me with this. Okay, go ahead. Right. But I've noticed that when people don't pay, they don't pay attention. Mm. right and so for me when i don't pay i don't pay attention if i'm just going along and because i was intentional about my care how much i can't put a price tag on my life mm. so i am worth i believe in sewing into my own life and investing in my own mental physical emotional health and so when people tell me how much it costs, I mean, that's okay. It is, it is what it is. What can I get out of this? And if it's something that can benefit me and for the self-care network, if you're struggling with anything, like I said, it's not just about the physical. It's all the whole totality of a person. It's the whole makeup of a woman, even down to your podcast that you, because you share your podcast in our uh, network. So let us go look at some of some of them you had, I'm like, golly, they'll like, rewind, 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 because they're so good. And so you all have if you have reading, all your materials are covered in that. You have books that you have to read. Y'all have to do your own work. It's not just yep. coming together and talking. We are working on intentional self-care. Right. And coaching again, Dr. Sonny, what you give to other people. 
what we give as coaches is priceless. You cannot put a price tag on a, a transformed life. You know, you can't put a price tag on when I came to your program, I was borderline diabetic and now I'm out of that trenches. You can't put a price tag on that. You can't put a price tag on I was 190 pounds when I started with you and now, now I'm down to 169. You can't put a price tag on that. You know what I'm saying? So I still got some work to go. Yeah. Few months. I mean, what? Right. We started so in January and now and it's November. And that means right. you've lost about 30 pounds. Working. And I got about 30 more to go, but we're working on it. We're not quite 30, but yeah. Yeah. And so you can't put a price tag on your health, right? And so, and it's worth it's worth what you pour into it because it's just work. And um, I, I just believe in investing myself. I'm always investing myself. Listen, I would rather a handbag. Yes, I like handbags. Yes, I like shoes. Yes, I like, you know, nice clothes. And I'm going to do that. But I'm not going to do that above the things that are going to make me healthy. Because you can be as as uh, the Latasha Lewis, the fitness trainer. You know, you know Tata from, from yeah. Tata's fitness camp. I she had her on the podcast. She was one of my early guests on the podcast. And mm. she said, you can be a cute you could be cute. You could be casket cute. That part. Like a, 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 a nice, where everybody's, oh, and she's so pretty. But you laid out in front of the church, right? Yeah. Or you can do the things that you need to do and be alive and cute. That's right. And, you know, and all of that stuff that we sacrifice, that we put a bit before ourselves. I mean, it goes back to the whole thing on the airplane, you know, Anything happen, you know, first put your oxygen mask on before you try. We're taking care of everything and everybody we put, even financially, we put everything and everybody ahead of ourselves. And then, like you said, when I'm in that coffin, all of that stuff that made my priority is going to be like, okay, hey, mm -hmm. she looks pretty. Mm -hmm. And then they go with their own lives. Mm -hmm. So I'm my biggest asset. I want to be here to, to see Anna Lee, my grandbaby, walk mm -hmm. across the stage to get her doctor's degree okay I'm, i went all the way right to get her <laughs> how about get up the kindergarten first right but i want to just be here to to experience those things and and not just be here sitting in the wheelchair watching it i want to be healthy i want to be vibrant um i want to be um able to you know do all the things that i want to do in life with her and again the self-care network and the accountability the accountability the accountability i know that every month i got to give an account dot tone yeah. Right. <laughs> so the accountability makes you want to do what you're supposed to be doing. And also when we have the group meeting with the ladies to be able to share and be a part of the and to motivate because we all everybody encourages everybody. And yeah. so when we're able to share what our progress is. So even if I'm struggling something, another one of the ladies in the group will talk about her story and it's like, ah, I'm not the only one. Okay, that's something I can do differently. So it's just been amazing. So it's been a great year. So thank you, thank you, thank you for well, I, I'm I'm so I'm so delighted that you all um um trust me to lead you through this process. And I say that to you all every month when we have our group sessions and even in your one-on-ones. I thank you all for trusting me to lead you through this process of intentional self-care. And I also always tell y'all, um, I'm just a few steps ahead of you. I'm not way down the road somewhere where you know i've mastered everything no i'm 
I'm look, I found fresh water and I'm saying, hey, y'all, it's over here. Mm -hmm. Come over here. Right. Mm -hmm. And um, and that's what it's about as a coach. That's what I'm here to do as a coach to lead you all to fresh water, to lead you to a, a green pastures, to lead you to um um a place of wholeness, a place of harmony, a place where you're not, but you can if you want to come off medications, you know, doctors. Um uh, assistance. Uh, you know, we don't do, I don't do no medical work. I'm, I'm not a medical doctor. I always have to tell people that I am a doctor of the church. I have a D man, but um, we work, we work with, um, with, you know, in tandem. And so when you go see your doctor and you come back to me as your coach, I'm going to ask you, what did y'all talk about? And what did your doctor say? And are you doing that? I'm going to be the one, your doctor going to tell you and they ain't going to call you next week to see if you're doing it. Right. But right. Um, you come meet with me as your coach, your life coach, then I can, you know, we can, and then I can also help you develop strategies for getting them done because we get these instructions from our doctors or, or therapists or whoever, but sometimes we don't know how to implement them. Right. 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 And right. we don't know how to make it fit, make it work, harmonizing our lives. And so we work on strategies. And what I love about it is that I get an opportunity to help each of you look at your life because it's harmonized your life, not my life. That's right. Not, not the other women in the group's life. Well, when we have our group sessions, yes, we're all reading the same material. We're discussing it. We're all looking at the same podcast and we're discussing the, the principles and the issues around whatever topic we're, we're dealing with that month. But your individual sessions are focused on what you need mm -hmm. to be healthy for you. Mm -hmm. What you need to be your best you, to mm -hmm. be your healthiest version of yourself. Mm -hmm. And so... Again, I thank you for um, being a part. Jump, you were an early adopter. When I right. said I was through this program, you were like one of the first to jump in. You made the investment of time. You made the investment of money. And you're here and you get your homework done. You participate in the group sessions. And the, it's, it's just been good. And look at the results. Right. That's what I'm saying. Can you imagine where I would have been? <laughs> and I not join the program. I had that accountability, and I started working back out. Y'all probably like y'all remember Paula, because <laughs> I was not in a good space, healthy health wise. Like I said, I was picking up all of this weight, tired, couldn't wake, walk up the stairs, and again, just having the accountability and having someone to work with me, somebody who cared, and even the group session, the books that we were reading, and being able to discuss them. And I love sometimes how we all get different viewpoints here uh -huh. but it's all and then to be able to talk about it and share our ideas and it, like it's just been a great experience and i strongly encourage anybody if you are looking for anything mentally physically emotionally to join this this network because the the camaraderie the sisterhood is priceless you know we're both aka with sorority sisters but it's a whole different level even from that yeah 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 mm -hmm. so paula i want people to um know um, how they can find you, uh, Paula Birch. They can find you on Facebook at yes. Paula Birch Jackson, right? That's and they right. can follow you on uh, Instagram at coach underscore PBJ. That's coach right. underscore PBJ. Do you have a website, Paula? Because I was looking. It's PBJ Consultant, but it's under construction. But it's, I do have PBJ Construction LLC is my website, but it's under construction. But PBJ I have Consulting LLC. Yeah, and my YouTube is this game called life. Um, okay. 
Yeah, it's okay. my YouTube page. Yeah. And yeah. where can we get your books on Amazon? On Amazon, all of my books are on Amazon. This okay. is the latest one. I sold out the other one, but this is my latest. This is just a story about me and Tony, and how we met, and how we learned from our previous relationship on how to talk to each other, right? And so it's about communicating, because communication is the glue to hold all relationships together. Uh, mm -hmm. That's what about. They're all on Amazon. Thank you. Good, good, good. Y'all go to Amazon and look her up, Paula Burge Jackson. Get yeah. some of her books. Get her material. If you're interested in the intentional self-care program, um, Dr. Tony's intentional self-care program, I don't know who this is calling me right now because I can't talk right now. But anyway, if you're interested in the intentional self-care program, I want you to email me at hello at drtonyalvarado.com. Email me at hello at drtonyalvarado.com and just put in there, I want the application for the Intentional Self-Care Program. Now, the Self-Care Network is a larger group of women. You can join that by going to my website and just joining there on the site. Just hit the Self-Care Network button and, um, and you can join there at whatever level you desire. The Intentional Self-Care Program is a little different because I do interview the women coming into that program to assess your readiness for the program to see if, if you're really ready to do the work of mm -hmm. self-care because we're not just doing it. I'm not just interested in taking people's money or anything like that or wasting my time or your time. I want right. to make sure that, that you're ready to make some real changes in your life. So email me at hellodrtonyalvarado.com. And when you do so, just put in there uh, that you would like the information for the intentional self-care program. We launched our cohort 2024. We'll start in January and we are, the application is live now. The application went live on November 1st and um, we will, um, once we get to our capacity of the group, it's a small group, so space is limited. Um, when we get to that capacity, then we will close off 2024 cohort. So if you want to get in it, this is the best time to go on an email. And don't wait and don't talk yourself out of it. Um, you know, talk to your, your boss or your husband, talk to your company and tell them, hey, I, I, I want to be a better employee. So can you uh, pay for me to go through this program or talk to your husband and tell him for Christmas, this is what I want. I want you to, um, instead of buying this handbag for me, um, pay for me to go through this program, you know, so go there and get the information. If, and if you're, listen, when you become intentional about your, uh, you said it, Paula, when we become intentional, the money shows up, the time yeah. shows up, everything you need will be there when you become intentional. So yeah. don't talk yourself out of it. Email me, let's talk about it and let's get you in the program. Okay. Paula, we, um, will you um, give us one last, um, just a little word of encouragement as we prepare to sign off? Absolutely, Dr. Sonia, you talked about the money aspect of it, but at the end of the day, most of us women, we're going to take care of our hair, we're going to take care of our nails and our, our pedicure. And we do it, most most of people, most time people do it every two weeks, right? I promise you, what you charge is more than what I, it's less than what I pay. For that when I'm doing it. I had to now just make some sacrifices, but at the end of the day, you can do it. And I have an affirmation for those who saying I can't afford to take care of myself. 
You can, whatever you think about, you bring about. And if you start telling yourself you can, you can, you can. If you say you tell yourself you can't, you can't. Whatever you believe is the truth. But I have an affirmation. I am so happy and grateful now that money comes to me through increasing quantity through multiple sources on a continuous basis. So you say that every day and watch that money show up. It's going to show up and it's going to be well worth it. Say that again, that, that your affirmation. I am so happy. And I didn't say the whole thing, but I'll say the whole thing. I am so happy. Slow it down. Slow it down. You said it so fast. Okay. I'm so happy and grateful now. I'm so happy and grateful now. That money comes to me. That money comes to me. In increasing quantities. In increasing quantities. Through multiple sources. Through multiple sources. On a continuous basis. On a continuous basis. Oh, I love it. I have the of the spirit. The wallet of the spirit. I have the wallet of the spirit. It shall never be depleted. It shall never be depleted. Money comes goes comes out. Money, money comes out. And immediately money comes back in. And money comes back in immediately. Immediately. It's immediately. Jam, it's jam cram pack. <laughs> and running over. That's for that scripture, right? Like uh -huh. I'm racing in a special way. Oh, girl. That's a let uh, listen. Listen, you all write a book on that needs to be your next book. <laughs> right. Tony and I started saying that in 2014. When I tell you money has never been a challenge for us, we say it every day. And whatever we need, God always shows up. And right now, somebody's listening to our voice. They need better health. They need to make better decisions when it comes to their lives. And they need, not won't, they need to join this self-care, this self-care network. Their lives will never be the change, the same. And I'm a witness of that. And I thank you very much for what you poured into me this last year. Oh, wow. Wow. Well, y'all heard it. Y'all heard it from a woman who's been in the program, the intentional self-care program. She's walked through it with me this year. And um, you see the results. You saw the results last week with Tamara. And now you're seeing the results with Paula. And um, I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm so excited about the women. I already have a couple of women who've already applied. And um, so I'm excited to get going again with the next cohort of the Harmonize Your Life Intentional Self-Care Program. I'm glad to have you again with me this week on the Harmonize Your Life Conversations on Self-Care for Women of Color podcast with your host, Dr. Tony G. Alvarado. Stay tuned for, next, uh, for our next episodes that will be coming up in the month of December. And uh, we'll close out the year 2023 strong, healthy, and intentional about self-care. I'll see you soon.